What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this week, we're coming at you guys with 2005's The Descent. Yes, we are. We uh, watched a movie that was all about darkness last week, and we both kind of took the took the same route on picking these movies um but uh yeah so our trivia last week didn't uh really give us a winner so we took to instagram and this is the movie that all you guys picked literally everyone picked not literally everyone (laughs) i know i think it was what 24 to 9 or something like that something like that yeah so it wasn't wasn't that bad I guess, I guess so. It's hard to put any movie up against this one, though. Yeah, definitely. Uh, before we dive into this, what have you been up to since we last spoke three days ago? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've actually watched a few things, actually. Okay. Um, I finally decided to start the show C on oh, Apple TV. Nice. Dude, it is so fucking good. Is it? Holy shit. Oh, man, I got to watch it. Uh, some of the, the things that Jason Momoa's character does in it is fucking disturbing and amazing. <laughs> like the shit he does to some guys is just, oh, my God, man. He's gone on record in saying that that's his favorite role that he's ever done, too. It's honestly, it's probably one of my favorite characters that he's ever done. Fuck. And at first I was, I, I've never seen that other show he did. I think there's like four seasons of it. Oh, uh, um, was it like Frontiers? Yeah, Frontier. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this one, man, it's so good. And I was kind of worried because everyone's like blind in the show. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking like, how are they going to like, is it going to look weird? You know? Mm-hmm. And even like the fight scenes between like two kind of tribes. I was like, how are you going to know like who's who? <laughs> but like the first episode has them fighting like another tribe and the action scenes are so well done. Like just the way they use like their weapons to like see in front of them. I don't know. It's really well done. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely recommend. You've piqued my interest. Good. That's what I'm here for. A <laughs> <laughs> um, couple other movies I watched. I watched uh, The Grand Budapest Hotel this week. That's random. Yeah. Bettina's never seen it, and I haven't watched it in a while, so okay. Uh, thought I'd throw it on. It's a fun little movie. I've never watched it. Really? Yeah. It's uh, it's different. Is, that, it's, is Johnny Depp in that? No, no, no. Which one am I thinking of? I don't know. No. Anyways. Anyway, uh, we watched uh, Thor last night. Nice. Um, I was kind of going through the Marvel movies. haven't watched this one in a while. And, uh, man, uh, what's his fucking name? The guy that plays Thor, he looks so young and, like, different than he is now. Yeah. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Oh, my God, man. We, uh, we tried to go through all of them, like back when COVID first like hit us and we yeah. fucking everybody was so afraid to do anything. Now, yeah. now we're just like, fuck it. Like we're going and doing whatever the fuck we want. But, <laughs> yeah. um, so we tried to watch them all through and like, even then we still didn't, but, uh, mm-hmm. did you find it held up like all these years? 
Yeah, like I never thought it was one of like the strongest movies. Yeah, but I still like I, I like the humor in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I never really I didn't notice is like in this one they kind of touch on Loki's past, like he's part of the uh, the Frost Giants. Yeah. They never really touched on that through any of the other movies, I don't think. No, I don't remember hearing it. I'm excited yeah. for the show to come out. Me too. Me starts, too. It looks good. Starts this week. And uh, the Thor movie, I think Love and Thunder comes out later this year, I think, too. Yeah. Because right. they, uh, they ended the filming. Mm. And uh, yeah. Um, another movie I watched, uh, a first watch for me was Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Oh, man. It's so good. Uh, great movie. Bettina's been wanting me to get get uh, trying to get me to watch it for a while, so I th- finally threw it on. Nice, um, yeah, it's a great movie, comedy, you know. And finally, I watched a Shutter original, uh, Caveat. Uh, that's one of mine too. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's uh? What'd you think of it? Uh, I'm not quite finished it yet. I okay. I got about three quarters of the way through it, but yeah. uh, it's fucking weird. It's weird. It's so creepy, man. That yeah. fucking bunny. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyways, continue. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I watched that. Um, it was good. I did enjoy it. I kind of like the story gets kind of confusing, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I thought it was really well done. Like it's really creepy and kind of like a different take on this like horror. I don't know. It's kind of like a home invasion I don't know. It's it's different. I think. Yeah. But yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought, uh, like, I don't think it's supposed. I don't know. Maybe it was supposed to be kind of funny, but like some parts, just like the way that the main character talks, it's just yeah. like I was chuckling to myself at some of the parts. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Cool. What about you? I finished Castle Freak on our last episode. I mentioned that I'd started oh, yeah. it. Um, it's not a good movie. <laughs> I know last week I, or in our last episode, I said like, yeah, it's not bad. I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, but once you get into the second act, it's just like, oh my God, like get this done and over with. It just, it <sighs> was so long and drawn out, but I texted you whenever I finished it. And, uh, I messaged, um, Kevin from, uh it's a horror podcast because he had just bought it yeah and i said the same thing to both like well i didn't tell you what it was but like there's a scene in this movie and like you need to watch the movie just for that scene oh yeah um i'm not gonna tell you what it is because i really want you to watch it um but once you get to the part you'll be you'll know exactly what i'm talking about okay and for anybody that's listening if you have watched the castle freak remake that's on shutter uh you'll probably know what I'm talking about as well. <laughs> it's just so fucked up, man. So fucked up. All right. I'm definitely going to watch it. Uh, I watched army of the dead. Nice. Which yeah, you're me that. I really, really enjoyed it, but it was about a half an hour too long. There's, yeah. there's just too much filler in it. Um, and like some parts again, just felt like it was really drawn out and the ending. I wasn't a fan of the ending. I know you weren't as well. Yeah, yeah. We won't won't talk about it just because it's a new yeah, 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 yeah. No. Yeah, I I agree. I didn't I didn't like the ending, and I made the mistake of looking because Chris D'Elia was supposed to be in it, and 
I'm a huge fan of his. I still am even through all the shit that he's went through last year. Um, and they actually, they finished filming it with him. Yeah. And then the shit came out, like it was done post-production and all that. And they decided to take him out of the film. I, I totally understand their decisions, the uh, decision to do that. Yeah. And I was reading that for Tignataro, they like, they had to, they spent more money taking delete out of the film and on the actual movie. What? Yeah. Cause they had finished post-production everything. So they had to like take him out of the movie and it cost more to do that. Like it cost millions to do that. Oh my God. And Tignataro, she couldn't like, they couldn't go back and refilm. So she just had, was in, in front of a green screen by herself the whole time. No way. Yeah. And after reading that, before I watched the movie, I could definitely notice some scenes where you could tell that like Bautista's character was talking to Delia and like not to her. Really? I don't know. Like I, I noticed a couple scenes where, cause like Delia is taller than her. Yeah. And like, you could tell that like she wasn't talked like, I don't know. I, I think they did a good job of doing that. Mm-hmm. But after reading it, I, I could notice some scenes. Huh. I don't want to go back and watch it because yeah. it's two and a half hours long, but I do definitely want to check those scenes out. Like if if somebody has them on YouTube or something like that. Yeah, like it's not like super noticeable, but I don't know, just knowing that, I can kind of tell that. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Kind of fucking crazy, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? I was wondering how they did that because I knew that uh, Tignataro took over Delia's role. Yeah, but I <clears throat> didn't expect that they like just fucking green screened her into it. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, we watched a new Netflix movie called Dog Gone Trouble with uh, Brady last night. Um, oh i've seen that it was like number two on canada or something like that yeah we were flipping through netflix and he said he wanted to watch it so we tossed it on it's basically a secret life of pets reboot kind of thing oh that's what i kind of got the vibe of yeah and i saw it it's basically that and uh we watched the friends reunion thing wow not even gonna say anything i didn't watch all of it sarah was watching (laughs) it and i sat down and watched like probably a good like half of it and i'm not a huge fan of friends like some people are just like fucking diehard fans of that show yeah uh looking at you chuck (laughs) um but like i can respect it for what it is and like this Mm -hmm. this whole like reunion thing that they went through like with all the interviews and like the behind the scenes stuff and like it kind of gave me a new appreciation for it okay and like it showed them filming the last episode and I was like, God damn, man, like they went through 10 years of this, mm-hmm. this show. And like to have it end, like you just, I don't know. It's kind of, yeah. it's sad. Yeah. Like they were all crying and like they were crying, rewatching it and shit like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You can understand the, the emotional yeah, part of it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of get that from, uh, the uh, office ladies pod. Yes. Um, yeah. Like there's some really some scenes and some episodes, you know, where, you know, they did do get emotional about it and like, they haven't really gotten to, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> the, the good stuff. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can't imagine going through fucking years and years filming with the same people and then just like having it end. Yeah, yeah. So you and I are doing this podcast until the day we die, Brooke. (laughs) (laughs) Pass Uh, it on. Yeah. Pass it on to our kids. There you go. All right. Uh, Yeah, that's everything I've got, though. Um, Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) And with that being said, want to cue our theme music? Let's do it. Like we said in the intro this week, we're talking about 2005's Cave Dwelling Expedition movie, The Descent. Yes, we are. Not even a horror movie. <laughs> no, it's not at all. Not scary at all. Uh, but before we dive into this movie, what are you drinking tonight? So I am drinking a... Uh, what brand is this? Oh, Beyond the Pale... Okay. Uh, Pale Ale Project. Okay. Never heard and of it. I cannot get this open. Come on now. Oh my God. You all right? I can't get it open. <laughs> <laughs> it's too hot in here. It's perspirating. The The little tab on the top of the can, you put your oh. f- finger underneath it. Oh, I was putting my tooth under it. Sorry. Oh, okay. There you go. You got it. That was very weak. Jesus. After all that struggle, and that's all it was. <laughs> what are you drinking? Uh, we went up to Ottawa today to pick up some patio furniture. And nice. there was an LCBO right there. And I said, we're stopping because I know that they're going to have a better selection of Flying Monkey than we have. Ooh. And I was not wrong. I stocked up hard. <laughs> Uh, so I bought a whole bunch that I've never had before. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the first one that I'm going to be drinking tonight is called fireworks and karate. I don't think I've had that one, dude. It is a margarita IPA. So I had to try it. Ooh. And the second one that I'm going to be opening at some point during this discussion, I'm sure is the flying monkeys freak show crush. Ooh, I do like that one, which is a strong hazy IPA. But nice. anywho, here we go. Ooh. Um, Was hmm. that a good ew or a bad ew? Hmm. I'm not sure. It's like very margarita-y. Oh, okay. Like, like wow. <laughs> All right. It tastes like I made a margarita and put like a splash of IPA in it. Hmm. I mean, that might hmm. not be horrible. It's not bad. It's just a lot more of a margarita hit that I was expecting. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyways, let's talk about this movie. Let's do it. All right. Starting off with the synopsis. 
a caving expedition goes horribly wrong as the explorers become trapped and ultimately pursued by a strange breed of predators. This is one of the more accurate synopses that we've had lately. Yeah. I kind of wish that in in the synopsis they didn't mention the, uh, the second part of it. The strange breed of predators. Yeah. This movie came out in 2005. You've had lots of time to watch it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you watched this movie? It's funny. The last time I watched it, it was actually last year. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't uh, yeah, I watched it last year. I think probably... Wait, was it last year? Or... I think it was early last year, I think. So maybe about a year ago. Okay. Because I wasn't in Ottawa, I was still in Prescott. So it was either last, early last year or like late 2019. Okay. Um, but yeah, what about you? I know you love this movie. It's one of your favorites. Yeah, I watch this movie a lot. Um, <laughs> I probably watched it last year too, to be honest. Yeah. How many times have you watched it? Uh, this is my third watch, I think. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I've lost count. <laughs> I don't. I don't mean to pull a Michael here, but I've probably watched this movie at least a hundred times. <laughs> no, um, I'm definitely in the double digits with it, but mm. I don't know. I I love this movie though. This is definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert for my reviews later on. <laughs> but uh, this movie was directed by Neil Marshall. He has done Dog Soldiers which is a movie that I really want to watch because I've heard a lot of people talk about it. And I, uh, I started watching it, I think last year or the October before, and I never really finished it. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think I just need to give another go. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of werewolves. Yeah. They're hit and miss for me. So I don't know if I would like it or not, but I mean, I know it's like at close to the top of a lot of people's lists for like werewolf movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did the Abomination Hellboy 2019. Ugh, so bad, so bad. I don't know how he went from this movie to that. Uh, he did a movie in 2020 called The Reckoning, which looks like a steaming pile of dog shit. <laughs> uh, he directed two episodes of Game of Thrones. <clears throat> A movie called Doomsday, which I was in the 2000s at some point, but it was pretty good. I don't know if you've ever watched it. Or I I vaguely remember it. Yeah, yeah. It it was like a post apocalyptic kind of Mad Max sort of thing to it. Mm-hmm. And he produced the Lost in Space TV show that came out last year, two years ago. Did you end up watching that show? I did not. No, neither. He's actually done a lot of uh, TV shows, like a couple of episodes here and there, like yeah, uh, Westworld. You mentioned Game of Thrones, uh, Hannibal, Constantine. So you know, some yeah, really good shows. Mm-hmm. But only like like he hasn't done like the whole series. No, of no, no, just like a episode or two. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm kind of like oh, and he produced the Descent too. Oh, did he? Okay, well, I've never seen it. Me either. Me either. I don't like. I just I love this one so much that I've never wanted to watch the second one. 
Yeah. Because I don't want it to like ruin <laughs> this for me. Definitely. But yeah. Anywho, moving on to the cast list, we have Shauna McDonald who plays Sarah and she is in the, all the girls. I don't know. Like I said, I've never seen the second one, but I'm assuming that it's all like flashbacks because all the girls are in the descent Two that are in this one. Oh, really? <clears throat> yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure Sarah is like, she was like the main character in the second one as well, but I'm assuming all the other girls are just flashbacks. Mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah. So she's in the descent Two, mutant Chronicles filth, uh, the animated show called danger mouse. And she was in a small part in the last Jedi. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Natalie Mendoza. So she played Juno. Again, The Descent 2, Moulin Rouge, Hotel Babylon, The Great Raid, and Beastmaster. (laughs) Do you remember that show? Uh, Vaguely, yes. Like late 90s? Yeah. That was like when Xena and Hercules were like all the hype. Yeah. They came out (laughs) of the show too. Uh, Alex Reed plays Beth. Uh, She was in Misfits, which is a great show. Uh, Unorthodox, The Facility, The Honeymooners, and The Descent 2. And Saskia Mulder played Rebecca. And again, The Descent 2, The Beach, and The Book Group, and some other stuff that I've never heard of. And, uh, excuse me, Jesus. Um, The last two girls, I didn't write down what they were in, but uh, we have Mayanna or Miana. Burring and she played Sam and Nora Jane Noon played Holly. Did you have anybody? I did not know. Okay. That's all I got then. Cool. So not no like really big name actresses are in this movie. No, definitely not. And a lot of them haven't gone on to do much after this, which is surprising. Yeah. Because I feel like they all did a really good job in this movie. Yeah, agreed. And uh, Saskia Mulder, who plays Rebecca. So The Descent 2 came out in 2009, and that's her last acting credit. Oh, really? Yeah, which I found weird. Um, Did you get confused with some of the characters in this one? No, I didn't, actually. Like, some of them, mainly Rebecca and Sarah, like, they're so similar looking. Yeah, and like I think Rebecca was taller than her okay <laughs> <laughs> no the, like in the movie she was i don't know she seemed taller than sarah was she may have been like taller and skinnier like i could tell the two apart okay okay yeah i don't know like they're in a dark cave and like they're crawling through the fucking tunnels and shit so there's some scenes i was like okay who is that is that sarah is that rebecca uh, okay <laughs> yeah all right man let's dive into this bitch Let's do it. So right off the bat, we get the Sarah and Juno. And who else is with them? Who's the third uh, person? Beth. Beth. Uh, they're whitewater rafting. They come up to get off the boat, and Juno like falls in the water. And then you get a shot of Juno getting helped up by Sarah's husband. I don't didn't write his name down. Paul. Paul. Um, and right off the bat, like you get like this kind of weird vibe mm-hmm. between them. Yeah. 
like you could like you know that something's going on between the the two of them. Yeah, because <clears throat> like Sarah gets out of the like the blow up raft, and she runs to the daughter, and Paul instantly goes to Juno and like takes her helmet off, and like there's just like mm-hmm. a weird exchange in that moment. Yeah, and like why wouldn't Sarah you know think of anything of it? Yeah. But you can see Beth kind of makes a like she glances over and oh Beth knows for sure yeah, um, and then the accident that happens Sarah is driving with Paul and their daughter and she like touches Paul and Paul like gets this weird fucking look on him yeah he like <laughs> flinches yeah he's like what the fuck and she's like is something going on he'd been distant he hmm. says oh no no and then they crash into a car and fucking Paul gets impaled by this copper pipe thing. Yeah, some Final Destination shit. Yeah. Um, so the daughter died too, I'm guessing, right? Yes, she did. Okay. Okay. I don't know if like a pole got her as well mm-hmm. or if it was just the accident itself, but yeah, they didn't really explain how she died, but yeah. And there's a lot more gore in this movie than you would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they didn't hold back with those poles. No. Like it, no. it shows it like fucking going through them. Yeah, through the back of the seat, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the camera. Yeah. So now uh, Sarah is kind of awake in the hospital and she realize- she has this like kind of vision thing of like uh, running down the hallway and everything's getting dark and stuff and then beth grabs her and hugs her and she kind of breaks down and you see juno like come up and she starts like crying but then she just walks away yeah <laughs> it's like what the fuck <laughs> yeah i mean that that's another red flag right there like you'd think that she would be there to comfort her friend but at the yeah. same time she's grieving too because of like she loves paul obviously like they're having yeah. this affair yeah like juno is really the only person i hate in this entire movie (laughs) i hate her but like she's so badass too she is but she's a fuck man she's terrible (laughs) i i agree i do agree it it's her fault that they're down there in the first place yeah so now so they are juno is setting up this kind of girl's excursion for sarah yeah um sarah kind of wanted this so she can get her mind off of what happened um so there's six girls that go we got sarah juno beth rebecca sam and holly yeah and they all know each other except for holly like holly is she's she's not from america she's from somewhere else yeah um yeah, she knows one of the girls or two of the girls. She's friends with Juno. Right, okay. So they're going to this place, and Juno is kind of the head of it. Mm-hmm. And one of the girls like asks her, like, oh, do you know where you're going? And she's, she says, oh, I've never been lost before in my life. And then as they're leaving to go to the uh, the cave, she leaves the book behind of like the cave things yeah and at first you're like oh you fucking idiot but then you don't realize like how (laughs) you know (laughs) she's actually more dumb than what you think at that point in time yeah 
Yeah. So they get into the cave. Uh, I think this was a real cave that they filmed at, right? I believe so. I meant to look at the trivia because I do like I do remember hearing something about that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like I'm assuming a lot of the interior shots aren't legit. I don't know, man. They look they, fucking good. They might be. I'm gonna look it up right now. You can keep talking if you want, but yeah, like the inside of the caves, I thought were really well done. If they weren't like a real cave, I just think it'd be crazy to film in those, like in those tunnels yeah. and shit. Yeah. Um, and I hate how everyone is so fucking mean to Holly in this movie. I know. Yeah, just because like they don't know her, but like she's also super reckless. So I feel like. Because, I mean, she's a bass jumper or something like that. And they're all, like, they're all fucking, like, extreme adventurers and shit like that. But they're all very knowledgeable in cave dwelling and spelunking. Yeah. So I feel like they don't want her to be reckless in all of this. Like, they know the dangers of being underground in these caves. Yeah. I get I guess. I don't know, like, right off the bat, when she's coming down the, the cave... She's going like super quick, and I think one of the girls, I think it's Beth or someone, was like, Don't fucking do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, What the fuck, man? <laughs> um, so I found the trivia. Uh, the filmmakers considered it too dangerous to film in an actual cave, it would have been far too time consuming, so they opted to build one instead. It was really well done, though. It was very well done, it looks very real. Mm hmm. Um, so they're kind of going through the caves and this is where you re- they realize that Juno didn't bring the map with them. Mm-hmm. And I think she, it might not be this part, but anyway, she later on in the movie, she tells them that, Oh, this isn't the caves that you thought you were going to, you know, <laughs> they're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like how dumb can you be? And she basically tries to defend herself by saying like, Oh, like I wanted us to discover a cave ourselves and like name one because when you discover a, a new cave then you can name it mm-hmm. but, yeah she yeah. she thought it would be like something special for them to do as a group yeah but i think she's just fucking batshit crazy yeah really bad decision <laughs> <laughs> would you go spelunking absolutely not neither <laughs> like not even i wouldn't even think about it no no you wouldn't catch me inside of a cave like Fuck that no. and you're a lot smaller than i am too <laughs> like, <laughs> that's true yeah if you're saying no that like there's no chance no yeah, chance like maybe if i had like a tour guide you know like professional no that was like already you know but like going in trying to discover something new it's like mm-hmm. like we one of the times we went to Cuba, like one of the excursions you could do was like go swimming in this cave. And like, that was cool. Cause it was like, it was like this great big, huge open cave with like a pool in it. And like, yeah. you just went down the staircase to get into it. And it, like, it was mm-hmm. a huge staircase, but it was like, it was wide open. Yeah. Like once you got in there, like you could tell you were in a cave, but like, there's yeah. no way this thing's like coming down on you. There's no tunnels to get through or anything like that. Yeah. And like, that was a really cool experience, but yeah, there's no way I'm crawling through little tiny tunnels. (laughs) Especially the one scene, whenever uh, Sarah gets stuck. Oh man. This movie's so good at making you feel claustrophobic. Oh, I know. 
Like especially that scene because you know she's freaking out. She thinks that she's stuck, but she's really not. Mm-hmm. And Beth has to kind of tell. She tells like a joke, some like <laughs> citrus joke. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, I can't remember what it was. It's like, how do you make a lemon laugh or something like that? Yeah, it's like you lick the citrus. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she basically has to tell a joke to Sarah to try and get her to move, and then the cave starts collapsing, hmm. and they lose one of the rope bags. Yeah, and they just barely make it out of there. Yeah. Um, I was talking to Michael from We Love Horror the other night. <clears throat> And I was telling him that like we were doing this movie and whatnot. And he was saying, cause he's from Utah and he was saying that there was a cave that they like cemented up in 2009 because a guy got stuck in a tunnel like this. Really? They were never able to get him out. So they just like, he's still in there, but it's like all cemented closed. Wow. Like I read the story. It's called the nutty putty cave in Utah. Like I was reading the story <laughs> of, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the nutty putty cave. Um, the guy who discovered it, he called it that because there's like sticky mud in it, like that was almost like like silly putty. Yeah. Um, so that's why he named it that. But yeah, I was reading an article on it and like it like I was reading it and I was just like, oh my god, this is like fucking terrifying. Like the guy had to so whenever you get stuck in these tunnels, I guess you have to like completely release all the air out of your lungs and it like like makes you shrink a little bit. Yeah. So he did that and he still was, he ended up being stuck still. And then he like panicked. So then he like took in a whole bunch of air. So his lungs expanded again and just like completely lodged him in there. Fuck. I guess they tried for like 29 hours to get him out and like they just couldn't. That's crazy. That's like those fucking swimmers. They're like, you ever seen the one where they go into like a hole? Yeah. And then they come out like some other fucking spot in the river. Yeah. It's like, I would not take that risk. Like, fuck we, that. We used to do that at Gallup Canal all the time. Really? Because underneath the bridge, like they're not small enough tunnels to like get trapped in. But uh, okay. But yeah, there's tunnels underneath the bridge there, and we'd always swim through them. Just fuck that stupid, <laughs> stupid fucking teenager shit. <laughs> uh, but like this movie is fucking wild and scary and you haven't even gotten to the wendigos yet yeah wendigos nice yeah that's what they are aren't they uh maybe they called them crawlers but i don't know i thought like the from like the monster history i don't know I, hmm. it seemed like they were wendigos yeah to me. I, I mean i'm not disagreeing at all that's i just never thought of them as that it's good uh so they get to this kind of blocked area and not a blocked area but a gap um Mm -hmm. so one of them has to basically swing across and set up i don't know what they're fucking called the the holders for the rope yeah Um, i don't i don't know speaking terms yeah and i think is it sarah that does this i think it's rebecca right okay um so she's going through and then she sees one that's already up there, but it's like a fucking hundred years old. Mm-hmm. And then she just leaves it. So I thought it was Sarah like trying to like, I don't know. I feel like at this point she kind of had a feeling about Juno maybe. So maybe like she did it on purpose, but maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, so she gets across and then they're going across 
and Juno's the last one to go across, and she falls, and Sarah grabs oh, a man. rope, and it fucking cuts her hand so bad, man. Oh. Like, when that happened, like, we've all had rope burn before. I feel like that's just, like, yeah. part and parcel of being a kid. Yeah. You get rope burn. And, like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, for it to burn you so bad that it, like, slices your hand completely wide open. Oh, fuck. And, like, the rope thing is so real because um, we went to North Carolina a uh, – few years ago mm-hmm. we went zip lining and we had to wear these big like leather gloves on our one hand yeah so whenever you get close to the bottom you put your hand on the rope to kind of like slow yourself down yeah and you could feel the heat through the glove that's crazy yeah wow uh, but this yeah that whole- cut was nasty oh man it's so gross but like this whole scene is just like again it's just fear inducing like for Rebecca to have to crawl across this gap, like she's hanging there yeah. from like this little tiny, tiny ledge that's above them. And she's fucking going across and putting these things into the wall and then like running the rope through it. And she's hanging on by one hand while she's doing all this. I'm just like, Oh my God. Like, first of all, the upper body strength that you would have to have to do this. Oh man. Yeah. And like the composure to not just completely fucking panic. And like the drop, because I think one of them throws like a rock down. Yeah, and it takes like a salt. And I think Juno's like, oh, great. Now I know how fucking far down it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't you want to know? Oh, man. Yeah, fuck that. Oh. Um, so now this is the scene where Holly starts to rush. And you made a great point before. Like, she didn't really know. Um, mm. Excuse me. But she she thinks that she sees light. Excuse me. So she like goes running ahead like crazy in front uh, of everyone else. Everyone's like, "Stop! Slow down, Holly!" And then she fucking falls in this hole, yeah, and just completely shatters her leg. Uh, so gross. <laughs> yeah, it was. There's like fucking bones sticking out, and uh, yeah, and like because Sam, she's a medical student. So mm-hmm. she's like rigging up a splint, but she says like, I can't do this with the bone still sticking out. So like, I have to push it back in. Yeah. And, oh man, they do not hold back on that scene at all. No. Like you no. can see Sam like grabbing her foot and then putting her hand on top of the bone and like Ugh, pushing it up and in. Oh my God, man. Like, I can't yeah. even imagine that pain. Yeah. Um, And then they climb up to this ledge and there's like all these fucking bones there and then i think this is where you first see one of the monsters in like the background kind of like fucking drooling and shit yeah like it's a very quick and dark kind of thing yeah um and then they make it to another part of the cave and juno is using uh holly's lighter to try and like navigate through because like wherever the air is through it will like move the light the flame Mm -hmm. so they get to this one area and this is where one of the wendigos uh, attacks attacks them um i think they grab holly i think and they pretty much kill her right Mm -hmm. well because at one point sarah sees one further down like a tunnel like she's kind of right, by herself, yeah. and nobody believes her 
like Juno tells her like she's just seeing things like you're I forget how she words it but like she's basically like you're scared and you're only seeing what you want to see or something like that Mm -hmm. yeah but uh, yeah so Holly Holly gets killed and then Juno is down there trying to stop this Wendigo from taking her body and like she's put up a good fight like she's not scared of this thing at all (laughs) um so then she ends up killing it but then she turns around and just instantly just fucking uh stabs her ice pick into whatever it was that was there and unfortunately it was beth that was standing there yeah like this scene with juno like until she killed beth like she like I don't know. This is one of the reasons why I like her. Like the way that she was like going to town on this fucking thing, like just fighting it and like beating the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. And like hits it with the fucking like ice pick thing. Uh, yeah. Like a mountain pick or whatever the fuck you want to call them. Like, that's one of the reasons why I like her just cause like, I don't know. She's such a good actress, first of all. And then second, just the complete like badassery of her. Yeah. Even though she is a piece of shit, but yeah. Cause Beth is still alive and she falls on the ground, grabs uh, Juno's necklace. Mm-hmm. And Beth is pretty much asking her like, don't leave me, help me. And she just fucking leaves. Yeah. Which, like at you know, least mis- put her out of her misery. Yeah. Like, you know, she's not going to survive. Like, don't just let her like leave her there to bleed out. Yeah. Or get taken by one of the fucking things. That yeah. Need. Yeah. Um, we skipped over the part where they first, like where we first see the, well, we didn't skip over it, but like, that was like the first really big scare that wasn't coming from the caves. Cause like they have this night vision camera mm-hmm. and it's kind of going around a circle and then it, uh, the one it's like right behind Sarah. Yeah. It's like, that's like, I've watched this movie. I don't know how many fucking times and that scene still scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Like I still jump. Yeah, I did like the use of the camera because I think they switch it to the infrared or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Um, so, but then after that scene, Juno, she ends up saving Sarah from one of the one who goes again. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just fucking snaps his neck. And I was like, would she really be strong enough to break his fucking neck like that? Yeah, I don't know. Like I said before, they have to have some fucking crazy upper body strength to be able to do the shit that they were doing. Yeah, but I mean, like, fuck. Is <laughs> she like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger, man? <laughs> um, I really like the sound of these creatures too. Like, they're mm-hmm. we know that they're blind. Yeah, and they use like echolocation to to like communicate. Yeah, because like the one scene, I think it's, I think it's Sam and Rebecca. Yeah, that have uh, they're laying there, mm-hmm. and one of them is like right there above them. Yeah, and they're not moving at all, and then it goes away, and then they realize that it can't see, can't see them, so it uses like the echo location and shit, yeah. like you were just saying. And then Sam's fucking watch alarm starts going off. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> and like I thought that was really smart of her too. Like she took the watch off, like she didn't just shut it off. She like pulled it off her wrist and like threw it further down the tunnel. Yeah, that was smart. So that the the creature would like go to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that scene was scary as shit too, because it's like it's literally crawling right over top of them. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um so Sarah ends up finding Beth. She's kind of split off away from the other uh, three and she finds Beth and Beth is still alive <laughs> somehow. Mm-hmm. And she pretty much tells Sarah, like, don't trust Juno. Um, she did this to me. And Sarah's like, I don't believe you. And then she gives Sarah the necklace of Juno's. Yeah. And then, she tells Sarah to kill her and she's like, don't ask me to do that. And then just bashes her head in like it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Would you want to just die like that? I'd probably rather a quick death than bleeding out through my throat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or to be ripped to shreds by one of these things. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Just fucking put me out of it, I guess. I really like the scene, the next scene, whenever Sarah is uh, fighting like the the female monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, that's sick. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, because the female fight, because Juno kills one of the ones that, um, oh, does she kill the one that was with Rebecca and Sam? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Anyway, so Juno kills one more, like you said, and this female one, I think, finds that one right where he finds one of the, she finds one of the dead ones anyways mm-hmm. and then she ends up finding sarah right but uh, yeah get that sick shot whenever sarah goes in like the fucking bloody ass water oh so gross and then she just comes up of the water oh, it looks so cool but then the yeah. fucking female one is in there with her and you get this sick fight between the two mm-hmm. it's awesome titties flying everywhere <laughs> Wendigo titties. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're almost out of the out of the caves, and they're kind of making their way back. It looks like the way they came because Sam has to go like in the middle of this gap thing. Mm-hmm. And I really like this fight scene because the camera does all these movements. Yeah, like it looks like they're on the ground, but like they're on the ceiling. That's really cool. Yeah. But basically, Sam gets her throat ripped out. Oh, man. <laughs> and then she's brutal. still, like, kind of alive, but now nah, she doesn't uh, doesn't make it. No. And, and then Juno, like the piece of shit she is, <laughs> Rebecca is trying to get through the tunnel, and then she gets grabbed by one of the Wendigos, and Juno just fucking leaves her and runs away. Yeah. And she gets her fucking stomach, like, torn open. It's like, oh man, that'd be so horrible. Yeah. Yeah, because at one point Juno says that she's not leaving without Sarah. Mm-hmm. And like once they see all these creatures, she's just like, well, fuck that. And like then they try and find the exit. Basically. Basically. What's uh what do you think of the end fight scene? Oh man, it's so fucking cool. Yeah. Like it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, because Juno and Sarah finally like meet up with each other. 
And uh, again, like Juno is going, no, Sarah actually is going nuts on this one. And she actually like fucking bites its like face or something and like rips off this huge chunk and just like yeah. fucking spits it out. <laughs> it's like, it's <laughs> insane, man. Yeah. I was like wondering, like I knew she didn't turn into one of these things, but I wonder like, cause that's kind of how the Wendigo thing works, but maybe that's yeah. not what they are, but yeah. But yeah. And like, she ends up killing it by like shoving her thumbs into its eyes and like smashing oh, its head off the rocks. And like, it so was brutal fucking crazy. I think it, she was just in like a, a blind rage. Definitely and, like fight or flight Definitely. kind of thing. And yeah. like the whole shit with Juno. Cause now that she knows about the affair and all that stuff. Yeah. I think she was just pissed. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause when they have like the confrontation at the end and they're fucking standing there and like Sarah's bloody as fuck, right? Yeah. And she's just staring at Juno, and she asked her, "What she ask her? Like, oh, did you see uh, Beth die?" Mm-hmm. And then you hear like the monsters in the background, and uh, Juno like looks over, but Sarah is just fucking staring right at her. Yeah. And then she just like picks up the pick thing. Yeah. And you think she's gonna kill her, but she stabs her in her fucking leg. Before she and does that, though, she she drops that neck like because the necklace is in her hand. Yeah, and she's holding the axe, and she like just kind of releases her palm a little bit so that the necklace falls and it's like dangling there. Mm. So she's like, "Bitch, I know." <laughs> yeah, so she stabs her in the leg and just fucking books it. Yeah, and then you see all like the Wendigos like around Juno. She has her thing up like she's about to fuck some shit up. <clears throat> But there's just too many of them. Yeah. See, like with that, like we know that these things are blind. They've been being silent throughout this whole movie in order to avoid these things. Like I would just like get in a corner and like fucking stay there quiet. How long are you going to stay there for though? Well, I mean, until they leave. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And try and like limp my ass out of there. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) <laughs> uh, i do like the final shot of her going up into the exit oh man it's so cool because it. i like the fucking bones and then the light it reminded me of uh i forget which tomb raider game it was mm. oh there's one of the tomb raider games at the beginning where you're like climbing up the rocks like and the light out of the cave i think it's the first one is it not it might be yeah like of yeah. the the like franchise that got rebooted yeah exactly I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, you get like a side shot of her climbing up through it. It's super cool. Yeah. Um, so basically, she gets out. She just runs right to the car and drives away. And then she pulls over, starts like breaking down. And then I don't know why, like, this was this end scene kind of didn't make sense to me. But basically, she like looks to the right of the driver's seat. And then the passenger seat is like a Juno. Yeah. Like as a ghost kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then she like screams and the movie's over. Is like, that really was not necessary at all. It wasn't. But did you know that there's two endings to this movie? I did know, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. the, there's the US ending, which is this one. And then there's the UK ending, which makes a hell of a lot more sense. What was the other ending again? <clears throat> so 
um it's all the same up until like she sees juno in the car but then it shows her waking up and she's in a pile of bones and she's still in the cave and uh the cave is actually a dead end with no light coming in um so like she just like passed out and was like dreaming that she had escaped damn yeah they didn't they cut this out of the u.s one because they felt like it was too dark for u.s audiences (laughs) all right i mean yeah (laughs) (laughs) maybe in 2005 but not now yeah maybe okay cool anything else you wanted to mention or talk about i don't think so man cool well that's the way the blood splatters into a big fucking cesspool (laughs) all right i want to know your thoughts on this movie really really are you sure yes all right i know you're not stupid enough to hate it so for my story i gave it a two out of (laughs) ten you're full of shit (laughs) (laughs) no kidding uh for my story give it a nine out of ten um a great monster movie that starts you out with feeling claustrophobic then turns into a bloody monster movie um all the characters were well written and acted it didn't really like leave me thinking like who is that Uh, I thought their chemistry between them all was really good. And the only thing that I really didn't like was kind of like the ending scene, Mm -hmm. but that's not that drastic. Yeah. Uh, Quality, I gave it a 10 out of 10. All right. Um, Nothing bad or anything I disliked with this movie. The set design in the caves looked really cool and made you feel like you were there. Mm -hmm. And the creature designs were really awesome. And yeah, that's it. You make me so happy. Nine out of ten, ten out of ten. No shit, we have the exact same scores. <laughs> nice. So yeah, my story I gave it a nine out of ten. Uh, I said this movie basically consists of a main plot of six friends getting together after one of them experiences a tragedy, uh, with them meeting some creepy ass cave dwelling humanoids crashing the underground party, and then there's two subplots within it so the juno and paul affair with juno dealing with her pain around paul's death and sarah dealing with the ptsd and emotional distress of losing her husband um and you can kind of see throughout the movie her progression from the ptsd and then it turns into like what i said before just like blind rage once she becomes aware of like what was actually going on yeah um on paper this could sound like a recipe for disaster with so much going on but it's just like so expertly written and directed that you don't spend a whole lot of time focusing on one aspect of what's going on like it all just like flows so perfectly into into it all Mm -hmm. uh i love how the movie really makes you feel like you're in the caves and the sense of claustrophobia is extremely present throughout the entire expedition I never once felt comfortable watching them crawl through the tunnels or traversing across 20 foot gaps uh, <laughs> with a fall beneath them. That would be certain death. Um, there were a few decisions that were made that made me yell at my screen. And like, that's kind of what's keeping it from being a perfect 10. Mm-hmm. Just like, I mean, some like you, these girls have done this shit before. Like they know what mistakes not to make except for holly obviously but i mean and just some like yeah some of the decisions that they made i was just like "Eh, would you really do that if you were an expert in this 
Yeah, that's true. Because I am a spelunking expert. <laughs> and my quality, I gave it a 10 out of 10. Said everything about this movie from the setting to the acting to the creature design and the complete badassdom of the, these women is perfect. 90% of the movie takes place in an under, underground in a terrifying cave system. And like I said previously, the way it's filmed really makes you feel like you're there with them. There are some jump scares, but they aren't just thrown in there for no reason. They're actually like believable and realistic and why they're there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found the crawlers reminded me of the Urukai from Lord of the Rings. Um, Hmm. Like they just had that kind of face to them. And I was reading in the tri- uh, trivia that they actually based them off of Nosferatu, which I oh, thought really? was, I thought that was really cool. Huh. Um, ever since the first time I watched this movie, I have recommended it to anybody if they're looking for a really good horror movie and one that's like sure to scare them. Uh-huh. Uh, and I will continue to recommend this movie because, I mean, it's what sixteen years old and it still fucking holds up like it really, does, yeah. really well. Mm. Yeah. yeah, very good. Yeah, long winded, but I love this fucking movie. <laughs> oh, I gotta take a breath. <laughs> All right, uh, you know our scores. Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored it. The critics' consensus, deft direction and strong performances from its all-female cast guide the descent, a riveting, claustrophobic horror film. So what do you think the critics scored it? I'm going to say a 82%. Oh, shit, you're close. 86%. Damn. On 184 ratings. And it is a average score of 7.4 out of 10. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, not terrible. I I personally think it should be a bit higher, but that's just me and you, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. And the audience scored it a 76% on 100,000 plus ratings. And it was averaged out to 3.8 out of 5. So that would be a 7.6 out of 10. Not bad. Not bad. Not great. Should be higher. (laughs) Fucking assholes. (laughs) But yeah, not bad. All right, man. You ready for the scares section? Let's do it. Okay, what did you give it for a scare rating? For a scare rating, I gave it a 8 out of 10. Man, no way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. Lots of blood and kills, creepy, and a few jump scares. Uh, For my scariest scene, um, I actually went went with uh, when the pole goes through the window in Sarah's dream. Okay. That scared the fuck out of me. Okay. Like when she's standing in the cabin. Yeah. And then you see the fucking pole come through the window. I did not see that coming. <laughs> it, it made me jump. Like it scared me so bad. Right. <laughs> Understandable. Um, what I survive? I put hell no. I would die before the one goes even showed up. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. We are, uh, we're pretty in sync with all of this shit. It's weird. Nice. Uh, my scare rating, I also gave it an 8 out of 10. Nice. I said if this was like my first or second watch, it would probably be a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. 
Um, this movie movie made me realize in 2005 that I have a mild form of claustrophobia and an absolute fear of spelunking. Um, the dark, <laughs> dark and underground setting is absolutely terrifying and the crawlers are so well done, well done and scary. Uh, obviously this movie is this, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know even why I fucking typed this, but obviously this movie is fiction, but honestly, these characters could potentially be a real thing like with mutation and adaptation. If if they were trapped in this cave system, because I mean, like animals have been like adapting to their surroundings for, for since the beginning of time. Yeah. So like, it's the way that they make them and like kind of like the story behind them. It's it almost makes it seem like it could be legit. Yeah, but they're not trapped in there though. That's true. That's fair. Because at one point, I think they say that they leave the cave to go get stuff and come back, don't they? Yeah, and that's why all those bones are there. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Mm. But that. I get what you're saying. Take that out of there. I was on <laughs> PCP whenever I was typing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my scariest scene. I said the scene when they're looking through the night vision and one of the crawlers pulls a red lipstick demon and shows up out of nowhere behind them. <laughs> From Insidious. Yeah. Uh, would I survive? I said yes, because there's no fucking way in hell I'm going down in those caves. <laughs> if, and this is basically an event that would never happen, but if I ever did go down there, no, I would not survive because I would have died when that tunnel collapsed because there's no way I'm squeezing my ass through that fucking thing. <laughs> basically, just don't go cave diving. Yeah. Moral of the story. All right. All right, man. We ready for some captain's Baldings trivia of monsters and madmen. Let's do it. Howdy, folks. Like blood, violence, and freaks of nature. Well, then come on down to Captain Spaulding's Museum of Monsters and Madmen. <laughs> yeah, see the alligator boy. Ride my famous murder ride. Most of all, don't forget to take home some of my tasty fried chicken. It just tastes so damn good. All right, what movie are you putting up? So I'm putting up 1987's Blood Diner. What in the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I've never heard of this movie. All right. Blood Diner. Yes. Okay. Correct. Okay. I'm I've I'm intrigued, I think, maybe. <laughs> what are you? Um, I'm putting up uh, I, I wanted to put one up, but kind of thing else. Uh, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to put up Close Encounters of the Third Kind. It's okay. I've never seen that movie. Perfect then. um i bought it a while ago on 4k and i it's been sitting on my stack and like every time i'm down here i look at it i'm like fuck i gotta watch that movie oh geez so now we have a reason why yes hopefully maybe possibly we'll see well i mean you've watched this movie a billion times you don't get every question correct then uh i don't know man i'm calling you sometimes your questions are tough it's true it's true (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right uh you went first last time i believe so yes. i'll go first this time okay what did 
did Sarah leave behind when the cave started collapsing after she was stuck? Uh, the rope bag. Yeah. Very good. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um, how many poles went through the car at the beginning? Three. You are correct. Woo! I had to go back and watch before we recorded just so I can make sure I got it right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what is the object called that they found from the previous explorers? Ah, oh, god damn it. I don't know, a fucking gunkle? A gunkle? <laughs> <laughs> a gunkle? What the fuck is a gunkle? I don't fucking know. Hopefully oh the thing god. that they found in the, in the cave. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's called a pitten. A pitten? Oh. Yeah. Damn. They did say it in the movie, so it's yeah. not, not a trick yeah. question. I know. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what kind of beer are they drinking at the cabin? Oh, shit. I, I, I'm going to... Miller. Miller Light. Coors Light. Ah, it was close, kind of. I know. All right. <laughs> so, are we tied or am I in the lead? Uh, no, we've done... You- we're tied one one still. Yeah. Okay. What was the significance about the cave drawing that they saw? It showed two cave entrances. Oh shit, son. Good nice. job. Nice. <laughs> what are the caves called that they thought they were going to? The Borham Caverns. Borham. Yes, you are correct. All right. We're tied still. Uh oh. <laughs> What's the quote on Juno's necklace? Ah, uh, something love. Um, um, I don't know. Uh, all is love. Mm, love each day. Ah, uh, goddamn it. Okay, I got one more question, but we've already kind of answered it. Fuck. Hmm. If you want, you can find another one. I'm thinking. There's a bunch of quizzes that I saw online. Oh, really? Well, I'm not going to fucking Google something right now. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, name and order the oh, desk. fuck. I knew you were going to do this. Okay. <sighs> Paul, um, their daughter, Jessica, I think her name was. Uh-huh. Um, Holly, uh-huh. Beth, uh-huh. uh, Sam, uh-huh. Rebecca, Juno. Yes. Boom. Motherfucker. Nice. I was thinking that it was like, because like you say Beth is like the second death because it happens or whatever Holly's we're like, Oh, she comes back, but she's still the second death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good job. All right. Um, yeah, I'm in the same boat as you. Like we already answered my last question throughout the discussion. Hmm. Oh, what did Sarah use to kill the female crawler? It was like a fucking saber tooth or something like that. <laughs> Not really. Wasn't it the tooth? 
Okay, do you remember what animal they saw at the cave entrance? No, I don't. Okay, fuck. What was the answer? It wasn't a tooth. Oh. Is that your final answer? Yes. <laughs> it was an antler. Really? It looks yeah. small being an antler, but okay. Because I saw an elk at the, st- like at the yeah. cave. Okay. Fair enough. All um, right. Well, then you win again. (laughs) (laughs) My other question was, what was Sam given by her boyfriend? Oh. A necklace. What? You're fucking with me, right? Oh, Sam. Sorry, 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 sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I was only half paying attention. I was like, I shouldn't (laughs) use that one. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, fuck. Can't find it now. Anyways. All right. Whatever. We're watching your movie. We're watching Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Woo-hoo. It's only going to be my second time watching it. So. Oh, really? Yeah. So maybe you'll have a chance to, to beat me in the trivia. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> I'm not going to toot my own horn. Oh, okay. Like, like, so, like somebody does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah. So join us next week as we talk about Close Encounters of the Third Kind. If you want to catch us on social media, we are at a podcast on Elm Street everywhere. Uh, If you click the link in our bio on Instagram, you'll see links to our TeePublic account where we have our merch. We also have links to our Patreon account, to our Discord server, to our Twitch uh, account, and everywhere that you can listen to us. Um... If you want to do a collaboration or if you want to be a guest or if you want us to be a guest or if you just want to shoot the shit, feel free to slide into those DMs. We are friendly as fuck because we are Canadian and we're (laughs) always willing to talk to people. Yes, we are. And that is that. Cool. All right. Well, guess that's it. We will talk to you guys next week. See you later.